winner by split decision. Yes, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's a uh, dark and dreary and rainy Sunday afternoon, so that means Split Decision UK are back. Uh, we're back in the studio for a first time in a little while here in North London. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Clark. Matthew, how are you doing on this fine afternoon? I'm unbelievable. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm excellent as well, actually. I'm just buzzing to be back in studio. It's been a long time. It long, has. Long time. It's been a good few weeks now. How are you? Very good, thank you. Yeah, I'm a little bit achy. I've been uh, went to the gym Friday night. Went back to jujitsu yesterday, so definitely feeling it. But it's uh, it's a good feeling. You mentioned earlier. Usually, you feel hungover on these sorts of days, and you're in pieces. It's much better to be in pieces because of some physical exertion. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm buzzing for you. Getting back in the swing of things. I expect to see you in the cage soon. <laughs> no, mm, not soon. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe some my final swan song in about ten years. Give oh, it a go. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> Up to anything else? No, not a lot, mate. I just drove round to yours. I had the uh, the best of the clash playing <laughs> on the way round. Because so, you were driving to London, is that what? Yes, yeah. So that's, that's got me pumped. That's got me ready for the day. <laughs> best of the clash. Oh, there's some brilliant tunes on there, mate. Oh, like you got you got the classics. You got the uh, you got London's <laughs> Calling. You got all the all the uh, thought, I thought the law. You got the classic ones, but they got some hidden bangers in their uh, repertoire. Hidden gems. Proper, yeah. Some massive tunes. Nice. I like it, man. What about yourself? You went to the gym this morning? Yeah, I went to the gym. I've been a bit... I've been slacking. I feel like you. I've been slacking a bit. I need to get back in the swing of things, set some goals, get out there and get this body pumping again, Joe. I'm getting old. I can't afford to sort of be slack during the week. No, I think the goals are key, isn't it? You you need something to work for. Even if it's just a a token, something you just make up, like a set weight or a set... Uh, weight you can lift by a certain point yeah. it's enough to keep you going I think I think you get away with it when you're 21, 22 don't you oh easy yeah you can have a couple of nights out and then firm it at a gym but now well past that 32 <laughs> you know what I mean I'm struggling but uh, yeah apart from that I went Spurs first game got a win stadium on Wednesday yeah I'm wearing my shirt with pride today I can wear it without any shame and we haven't had a win since February in the league so uh, it's good to get a win No, I must say as a West Ham fan that stadium looks absolutely fantastic It is unbelievable Yeah Absolutely unbelievable It's like the stadium is it's it's massive when you're at the back I'm quite far at the back my season ticket but it almost feels like it's indoors if that makes sense like the noise so I think it's been built specifically Yeah it looks like that. it has been But Wembley all the sound goes out Yes The Olympic Stadium I don't know what that's like Yeah not great Not but great As you'll know from the Olympic Stadium West Ham moving there are many teething problems to say the least Yeah I saw there was a little bit of grief people wanted to stand people wanted to sit down Oh yeah there'll be, there'll be a few tear ups in there Yeah when things aren't going well I mean it's a shame because it is, it's a pain alright it's a pain if you want to stand up and or you want to sit down and people are staying up, or vice versa, wherever it is. But people take it so far, don't they? They get like in like sort of physical altercations, which is oh, yeah. a bit ridiculous. It's, it's idiots. Yeah, it's, yeah. Now we've got more seats and more people going. You're just going to get more idiots. That's the <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, it's, people it's, are living in the past and they can't let go of it. Football isn't going to be like that anymore. So, you've got to cater for these sort of whether it's tourists or just families who are coming and. He's got to move on with the time. I think so. I know. There's nothing, if, you, if someone wants to pay their money to come and watch a game of football, exactly. you're doing exactly the same. You're paying your money to go and watch a game of football. Yeah, because you, you used to go back in the old stadium. You don't really have a. It's not your right to no. over this person who's only just got a season ticket. Yeah, maybe but, or maybe they can only afford. But they've completely 
screwed it up. They've got the expensive seats in the middle. It's called the 1882 sort of bar. Sort right. There where all the posh seats are. So they all want to sit and it's in the middle of the, the big wall. Yes. Where it's meant to be noisy and standing. Yeah, yeah. They've completely bugged that up. <laughs> So I don't all, know so who got, made that decision, but it's absolutely brainless. So you've got all these rich folks sitting down eating their uh, caviar or whatever it is in them and surrounded by hardcore Bugs, yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I want to get in there. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's unbelievable stadium now, apart from that. It's like Shoreditch, the, the concourse though. Yorking along. A little bit it's trendy. Not, it's a bit too trendy for my life. I know it's, what you mean. It's not my kind of pub. I, I, I like a pint of Guinness or a Foster's and you've got a Beaver Town neck oil microbrewery in there. So. Right. Yeah, but it's a bit like, different. A bit different, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think long term, it's only going to be a good oh, thing. Of course. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. But enough about that. Yeah, just Nonsense. before just before we move on, actually, I was, I was watching Netflix yesterday. Uh, there's a film on there called The Dirt. I think it's called The Dirt. It's about Motley Crue's life, basically. Yeah. And I, I'm not a massive Motley Crue fan. They got a couple of decent songs, but if you can go and watch that, because it's proper rock and roll, just incredible. Go on then, like what? Well, it's just everything you can imagine. Ozzy Osbourne makes an appearance in there and he, he starts sniffing a line of ants off the floor. What <laughs> <laughs> a legend. Uh, and it's just so, it is sex, drugs and rock and roll. It's absolutely mental and it's pretty much all true. You just don't get that anymore. Do you, you don't know? get that one direction and all that. You just don't see that anymore, do you? Harry Styles sniffing a line of bees. It don't happen, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, golden times. Standing at football and snorting <laughs> bees or whatever it is. Ants. But uh, yeah, I'll give that a go. Yeah, give it a go. As, yeah, go on. As it is, Split Decision UK, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you can leave us a little five star on iTunes or subscribe, that'd be really great. That'd help our visibility, help grow the conversation. If you are a new listener, listener, I would recommend going back and listen to episode 20. We had a uh, UFC fighter, uh, ex-Commonwealth uh, Games bronze medalist in freestyle wrestling, Mike Grundy from Wigan. He's also Darren Till's wrestling coach, but he's a brilliant fighter in his own right. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago, episode 20. So I do urge you to go back and listen to that. That was very, uh, very enlightening, very entertaining. Listen to him. He's a top bloke, top geezer, all round, uh, good guy. So other than that, I think we shall move on. There's been a little bit of controversy in the world of MMA this week. We haven't had any fights, unfortunately, so nothing to discuss there. But there has been a little bit of beef going on. The Twitter and Instagram world has been lighting yeah. up thanks to a couple. We got well. We got we got two beefs, multiple beefs to uh, talk about. Yeah. First one, the big one, the global one. We're going to get into Conor McGregor, Khabib. It's all started to go a little bit sour now. Yeah. Bit urgent for my life. It is. It's a little, a little bit urgent. A little bit. Yeah. It's quite toxic, isn't it? So I think Conor kind of started it. He's made some. Some, some crude comments, shall we say. Khabib's fired back with some of his own and it's just gone way over the top. I don't know if you've got the, the quotes there. We'll just, for anyone who hasn't seen, we'll just let everyone know the content, what's gone down, first of all. Well, I think it initially started when, uh, I, th- I think Khabib said that Connor's like a jealous wife. So we will be paraphrasing a little bit here. A little but bit. I think it basically started from Khabib calling. <coughs> Kind of like a jealous wife in that he always says he's going to leave, but he, but he always comes back. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's in uh, obviously in response to Connor's retirement tweet. Yes. And then yeah. Connor proceeded to post, then delete pictures of Khabib at his wedding day with uh, his wife. Yep. And Connor making some unsavory comments about said picture. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that got taken down by Connor himself. Yeah, backtracked. Yep. Khabib fired back. 
a response of sorts, pretty savage. I think there's, uh, I think it's been well documented now. We're not going to get into the details. There are some allegations against Conor McGregor, uh, that have come to light. Could be fired back with a tweet, uh, sort of relating to those allegations with some pretty harsh comments towards Conor. And look, we're not, we're not going to get into our opinions on how we feel about either man or, or the comments himself. But I think as a whole, the, the whole thing has just got so unsavory now. And I think it's having a detrimental effect on, on the sport. I think if you look at the sport of MMA, it's starting to become more popular now, but it's, it's, it's got its detractors. It's got people who say it's a barbaric sport. They're just a bunch of thugs in the ring beating, basically beating the shit out of each other for, for entertainment. Sort of, uh, people hark back to the barbaric days and of uh, gladiators and all that kind of thing and sort of blood sports and things like that. So, uh, MMA, the UFC particularly, and well, not particularly MMA in general, has done a good job of trying to clean up the image and, and bring new fans into it and reclassify it as a legitimate sport and I think things like this I mean I'm, I'm not particularly interested in people who mug off the UFC and MMA and say bad things about it but this does not help their cause in trying to grow the sport at all I think you're absolutely right in that you make a good point about that as it's detractors and this only sort of enhances their beliefs in, in thinking that it's like human cop fighting mm. and only thugs are participating or watching it and it's just pretty childish behaviour as well it is yeah. having internet beef do you know what I mean I mean come on this you're the biggest stars in the sport probably the two biggest stars at the minute <clears throat> yeah I reckon so having a little Barney on the internet really bringing in religion and wives wives family uh, claims over the yeah allegations allegations yeah. and stuff like that particularly when you're bringing in uh your families and stuff I, I think it's a step too far yeah keep it between yourselves and your teammates at, me- at best because obviously they're involved anyway but uh, yeah it leaves a bit of a sour taste really it definitely does I mean at like the end of 229 I thought it's, everyone's n- hasn't had any more eyes watching it than that pay-per-view yeah biggest one ever isn't it <clears throat> and they've gone probably a bit further than that too far yeah. got, I think they've gone too far Whatever you think about the, the, the content of, of the, the comments themselves, it is too far. It's unnecessary. And you make a good point. I mean, if you look at these sorts of things, what are they usually there for? They're usually there for to angle for another fight. It's usually there because they want to entice someone in to sign a contract to fight again. But at the end of the day, who wants to see Conor McGregor against Khabib too? No. No one really, did they? I mean, he got his, he got his ass kicked, unfortunately, didn't he, Conor? No, you're only sort of, it's the only reason that that fight could possibly be made again is because of what happened in the aftermath. Yeah, it's the only reason Connor's going after him. Ah, uh, yeah, it must be. It's the only reason he's going after him. I think obviously he wants to win back, but he's just angling for that rematch. But he, like you say, he's gone absolutely far, too far. Sorry to uh, attack his wife. And yeah, religion it is. And things like it that. Is. It's just leaving a sour taste, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. But like you say, what's different in the rematch? I don't. Yeah, I can't see any anything different, to be honest. I mean, people talk about Connor. He's got knockout power. He's got all that. But I mean, personally, at one five five, he hasn't hasn't really proved he has got that knockout power. So didn't work first time against Khabib. Didn't I mean landed a couple of good shots. Didn't do anything. No. So you think that's his that's his only way to win? And it didn't happen the first time. Doubt it will happen again. So Khabib doing Khabib stuff. I would have thought again. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see it. Nah. Uh, I'd rather see the winner of next week's obviously that's the the idea of an interim title is to fight the, the champion but we know that's yeah. that's bullshit a lot of the time 
But you got a question. Say, for example, this fight did get made. You got a question the the commission for putting it on. There was a riot after the last fight. You suspended both of them and their teammates. You can't be putting on a fight again. <laughs> I like you got it. it's double standards. Yeah, you big can't, one. You can't be doing that, and unless someone else has it. If it's New York, that's bullshit as well because he, <laughs> yeah, the dolly and all that. Yeah, well, money will talk eventually, but I really hope we don't see it. To be honest, no, I agree. I agree. I think, like you say, you we have the interim winner next week, or flipping elevate Justin Gaethje and just throw him Gaethje in there. Is, yeah, or just give kind of Gaethje. A little welcome home present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Gaethje, I told you, he's, he can easily get a little run going. No. And because of his style, he's they will elevate him to sort of main event status. They'll sort of uh, jump in front of a few people. Yeah, I think he's going to be his worst nightmare as well, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, enough about old Gaethje. I'm sure we'll be hearing about him soon in the coming weeks I mean I don't know who he's going to fight next nah, so God tricky, knows. it's so yeah so, so in turmoil there I mean Khabib isn't even clear to fight yet I think he's still what is it still September? banned yeah some, around then so it's what still still now? a little way April. off yeah you'd think know. Gaethje would want to fight before that probably five months maybe the winner of next week's yeah possibly but yeah but back to the Conor Khabib thing see it yay or nay that fight no no thank you no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Very polite way of telling you <laughs> right there. But, yeah, it just brings it, the sport back 10 years, 20 years. Like we said, 229 didn't do it any sort of good, the UFC. It's sort of, they've done, like you say, they've done such a good job in getting it sort of uh, sanctioned in all the states. New York was the final one to be ticked off, and yep. that got ticked off not long ago. And they're just setting the sport back. Religion as well. You can't fuck around religion. People, you can't. People... You can't. Yeah, it's, it's too much of a touchy subject. Yeah, I mean, no matter what you think about certain aspects of religion and certain things people yeah. say or their opinions on homosexuality and all that kind of stuff, it's just sort of this day and age, you just leave it alone, let sort of let, let people live, essentially. Yeah, just... Anyway, so we've ha- we have had some more beef on Twitter. Not yeah. not quite to this level. Yeah, nowhere near this level. It's not it's not personal. It's not attacking people's wives at all. It's just, just one man against the other. So this is uh, Brad Pickett. He won his uh, bare-knuckle fight last week I believe yeah, yeah. landed a so, yeah. I think took two punches landed two punches took none one KO uh, and uh, Curtis Woodhouse seemed to pipe up a little bit on Twitter as you say much less uh, toxic this one sort of two men uh, going up against each other but Brad Pickett is a hero of ours he's from not too far away from where we are now absolute legend British legend English legend in MMA so we're back in picket all day long here, I think. But it was interesting just to see a little bit, a uh, little bit of beef on there in quotation marks. I think, I think Pickett handled himself very well. You, I think he's not the type of bloke you mess around with on there. I don't really know where Woodhouse is coming from with this. He's essentially called him out for a for bare knuckle fight. He thinks it'll be easy work. Yeah. I think I'd have to disagree, but something else to get our teeth stuck into there potentially. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it started. Uh, is it BKB? Because I know there's two. There's two. There's yeah. One like in America, and one in. I think it's BKB. I think so. Whatever one it is, they they just sort of you know like they do they sort of show highlights from their show and they're yep. like, who wants one punch next or whatever. Blah blah blah, and then Curtis Woodhouse jumped on board <laughs> yeah. and then started saying I'll take him or whatever. I don't. I ain't got the quotes here, but he was sort of basically saying yeah, easy work, sign me up after my next fight or whatever. Yeah. Like Pickett's like, what are we talking? <laughs> Where's this come it from? It was a bit out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, and, P- and he's not 
from what I can see on social media, you don't seem like the type of guy to sort of get in, embroiled in this sort of stuff. Brad Pickett, he's like the nicest guy. In no, the world. yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, uh, it's weird. I think he said pipe down, old man, and all that. And Pickett's like. In a real fight, you would not fucking stand a chance uh, of thing. And, and he wouldn't either, would he? He wouldn't. Like, boxing, I, I, I don't know. Like, Woodhouse is a good pro boxer. Uh, boxer, yeah. Yeah, so British level. We, we don't know. But in an MMA fight, I think it would just be pretty one-way traffic, you would imagine. Oh, I think 100%. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not sure if anything come of this, but I think Pickett sort of uh, covered himself with a bit more glory than Woodhouse did. Yes, I think definitely, definitely handled himself like a... Uh, a true warrior, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's not he's not a shit talker. He's not going to start uh, mugging you off for no reason and getting involved in your personal lives. He's a fighting man, and if you want to talk about fighting, then like try it, basically. Yeah, in an MMA fight, it, it wouldn't be a contest. Boxing, we don't know though. Do you reckon it'll get made? Will we tune in to see Woodhouse versus Pickett? I don't know. I think these sort of bare knuckle organisations that are coming up, they they need to uh, they need to get that publicity. They need to get their name out there. So. Possibly, you sort of look at people like Bellator, they've done similar things. Even the USC, they throw flipping WWE wrestlers in there. So it's sort of that that same kind of vein. So you could see it. I don't know. I don't know. But like you say, they do need something that's going to put them on the map because mm. you talk about MMA detractors, going back to the Conor Khabib thing. God knows how many more detractors are <laughs> up bare knuckle boxing. I, I don't even know how they're allowed to... Well, Is it an unsanctioned... So like MMA's not got a governing body, so no. But that's still somehow allowed as well in England. I suppose it's the same sort of thing with bare knuckle boxing. There must be some regulation so, there. I watched a documentary about bare, before all these um, organisations have become quite prominent and in the public eye, and you're getting professional fighters going and fighting in there. I watched a documentary about sort of the underground bare knuckle boxing with the sort of uh, you know, Gypsy Kings and all those types of things. Uh, and I don't know the exact details, but there was some kind of loophole there. So they weren't necessarily legal, but they weren't necessarily illegal. And obviously that's not really much use to anyone listening. It doesn't explain it at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit confused myself, I've got to say. But, what, uh, but what's the, the loophole? There? I'm not sure. It, it, again, I might as well have not brought this up because I don't know the details. But there was something there where... It allowed them to do it. Yes, basically. Okay. So Yeah, there must be something... It's, it can't be illegal, can it? It's on t- like TV. And no, that. it's not. No. But it's just confusing to me because that I, that's synonymous with me with um, sort of illegal underground boxing yes. like in Snatch or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's kicking off though, isn't it? It's they cool. love it over in America. Yeah. Don't, I think maybe only a couple of states are allowed it there, but England, it seems you can do what you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about it yet. I've never sat and watched a show. No, neither I'm am not I. sure what the matchmaking's like. Yeah, a lot of MMA guys are getting into it, it seems, so... Fair play to them if they're getting paid. Yeah, definitely. I think on that, there was one last night in um, America. We had Artem Lobov. He had a fight against uh, Jason Knight, was it? Yep. So, Hick Diaz. Yeah, so two, two, ex, two ex-UFC fighters there. Bit of a five-round war from what we could see. But as you know, we introduced last week the Safala, the Simon Safarov Award for Outstanding Achievement. Yep. Bit of a mouthful. So, in connection with that, we had a bare knuckle boxing fight last night. Uh, so, I'm going to throw my nomination in there, okay? So, you had a fight between two blokes. Rust, <laughs> Rusty Crowder. <laughs> yeah. He was fighting Reggie Barnett. 
So, I'm already, I'm already in sold. Sold. I'm sold on this. Brilliant name, Rusty. Take my money. Rusty Crowder is such a good name. Uh, who calls their son Rusty? I've got no, no idea. But besides the point, so they had a fight. Um, Crowder won. Fight went five rounds, won a decision. Uh, apparently Barnett, he was running away. He was keeping on his toes. So so like. Good te- uh, technique, right? Potentially, so, like, yeah. He sort of has his game plan. Hit and don't tactics. get hit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, what boxing is pretty much about. Pretty much, yeah. right? So, either way, he loses. Crowder wins. The, the the promoter gets in the ring. A man, a man by the name of Del- Dave Feldman, right? He gets in the ring. He says, "This is bare knuckle boxing. We come here to fight." I'm paraphrasing, but we come here to fight. If you're going to run away, we don't want you here. Like you shit ass, whatever. <laughs> So, like, in the middle of the ring, he goes, yeah, so what we're going to do is, uh, Barnett, who lost, kept running away, we're going to take half his purse, and we're going to give it to the other bloke. <laughs> like, that's it. We're just going to take your money, we're just going to give it to this other bloke. Now, do we know if uh, Reggie was in the ring at this point? I'm not sure. I I'm not sure. I just watched, uh, the camera was just focused on, on, on the promoter, and Feldman. I watched it. Yeah, on Dave Feldman. But... <laughs> It just makes me laugh. I mean, we, we, we call out Dana for being a bit of a bit dictator with the UFC and he just makes the rules up as he goes along. But for me to just step into the ring and be like, yeah, didn't really like that, so give me half your money. We're giving it to the other place. Next level. There's, there's so many questions to ask. <coughs> like, is this in the contract of Reggie Barnett, do you think? <laughs> Are there contracts? Don't How much know. is 50%? Is he getting a lot? I mean, there's a lot of questions to be answered by Mr. Feldman here, and uh, it's, it's amazing, really. It is. I can't quite believe it. I know, I've never seen it before. Just on the spot, nah, I didn't like it, I'm going to take your money. I mean, he was clearly sort of like pumped up and uh, yeah. a, li- a little furious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Well, there must have been booze ringing around, and uh, he felt yeah, like and he I, had to do something. And I think that he did get warned by the ref, Barnet. It's saying, like, go on, engage, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, so... Just don't use him again. Yeah, simple, really, isn't it? Yeah. But the fight's done. You yeah. Can't, <laughs> can't go back. Fans don't get anything more out of it by... Taking their money. Taking the money <laughs> off him and giving it to the other fighter. The yeah. other fighter's just like, oh, sweet. I've yeah, got I mean, money, but... yeah. Rusty's like, yeah. Fuck no, Rusty's uh, balling. <laughs> <laughs> but as it is, yeah, so the Simon Safarov Award for Outstanding Achievement. So we mentioned last week, this is for good or bad. You can do something amazing, be a real sort of good in the community, brilliant fights or whatever. Or you can be on the complete other side and you can just be cheating, just be a bit of a bastard, all right? So my nomination this week for... I've got two. We've got Brad Pickett, bit, bit, bit of a legend, just being a proper geezer on Twitter. Yeah. Proper straight talking. If you want to fight, let's fight to Woodass. Well, you could, you could you could give it to Woodass as well for, yeah. for calling out yeah. the legend that is Brad Pickett. Definitely. You could give it to Rusty... What's his name? Rusty Cr- Rusty Crowder. Rusty Crowder for just... Nicking another half of the, uh, the other <laughs> yeah. bloke's purse and yeah. having a brilliant name. But Bru- you can't really give it to someone for their name. No, it's not really their fault. He, he didn't achieve it in the last week. So He's my- had that since... Yeah, exactly, before. exactly. Yeah, we'd have to go back a few years. So my shout is Dave Feldman, the promoter, for just getting in there and being like, oh, I'm taking half, away, half your money away now. It should be noted that we are giving this to... Well, I agree. Dave Feldman should win this week's uh, Safara, Simon Safaroff Award for Outstanding Achievement. yes. Um, but we should be noted this is for the the bastard aspect yes. of the Safoa. Yeah, yeah, this this is not a good thing. Yeah, we're not saying yeah, <laughs> this, uh, applaud uh, yeah. Mr. Feldman for uh, stealing money off that man's uh, dinner table. No, no. This is bastard 101, that is. Definitely, so. Congratulations, Dave uh, Feldman. Mr. Dave Feldman. Congratulations, the- your award will be in the post shortly. Rewards in the post, well done. 
But I do like that. It's a talking point. We're all talking about it. Definitely. Knuckle boxing. Yeah, yeah. It's dominated the chat. Yeah, That's yeah. what happens when the They're UFC... Listen, UFC. When, <laughs> when you don't do a week of shows, yeah. we start watching bare knuckle boxing and talking about bare knuckle boxing. It's going to take over MMA if you're not careful. Yes. You've worked for, for 25 years to build this sport <laughs> and you're going to lose it by not having events on. So, yeah. watch your back. All right? It's not a threat, it's just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out the yeah. UFC there. All right, anyway, UFC next Talking week. Talking about UFC. Yes. Uh, oh, no, we've got some fight news first, haven't we? You want to do fight news first? Yeah, let's get some fight news, because there's some interesting ones. There is, fights, there right? is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hit me with some. Okay, so we've got uh, Luke, the absolute geezer. That is <laughs> the Sensei Luca power in both hands. Yeah. Complete monster. He's up against the perennial, so to speak, gatekeeper of that division that is Neil Magny this fight has got made I think it's a brilliant fight it makes um, sense massive fan of Neil Magny and sort of what he stands for um, impressed with his fights Tr- struggles a little bit against those top echelon but like we say he is that sort of bench benchmark yeah. if you can get past Magny you're a serious contender uh, big fan of Luke so I think this is a top fight and a yeah, excellent matchup that they've made yeah, I love Luke. You can't miss one of his fights. He sort of goes under the radar, and it's a shame, really. Like he's not as well known, but like you're saying, Magny's that a big, bit of a bigger name, bit of a step up. Um, perennial gatekeeper, like you say, had a bit of a tough time last time against old uh, Ponzinibbio. Yes, but I think this is a really good test for Luke. Um, I, I think he early thoughts is he was going to get through this one. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Yeah, I think he's got enough, Luke. Yeah. No, that's a good fight though. Definitely. Makes sense definitely, as well. Definitely. Well, we've got light heavyweight. So, no time Ozdemir. Fresh off his uh, slightly controversial defeat. He's made, uh, been matched up against Ilya Latifi, who no one would ever wants to fight. He struggles to get a fight, Latifi, but another good fight this, and it's uh, sort of an interesting contrasting styles. You've got Ozdemir, who's like massive, tall, lanky range fighter, and Latifi, who's not. <laughs> He's the... Uh, Bit of a meatball. Yeah. He's. <laughs> <laughs> he is. A couple of ledge bodies here, Yeah, it? definitely. It's like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. But yeah, I like Latifi. He's got good power. I think he's got sort of a judo sort of wrestling yeah. type background. So uh, tough go for Ozdemir, I think, on a sort of skid that he's on at the moment. But yeah. a good fight. Yeah, you can't. He's not getting any gimmies, is he? No, no. But you'd think they'd sort of. Give him a layup with the next one after he got screwed a bit against Reyes, isn't it? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I've got. I'm starting to feel a bit sorry for old Volcan. I like Latifi as well, though. Yeah, he's just always in that mix. He's in that sort of OSP area. Yeah, yeah, he is. He yeah. will sort of seem to sort of fall at the final hurdle. But uh, yeah, that light heavyweight division, I'm loving it at the minute. A lot yeah. of fresh talent. Some of the older lads are sort of making another little run. That's so. it. I mean, it is amazing. You think maybe. Only about five months ago, probably about five, six months ago, you're looking at the light heavyweight division and you're thinking, Jesus, there's not a lot going on yeah. there, is there? It's John Jones and then no one else, but really starting to pick up now and it's it's a proper exciting division now. Yeah, it's just the, the level between Jones, who's, That's who's only in there on his own now, really. He's, he's well, still is. But we, should, we saw the, the disparity in yes in the talent there in the last fight, didn't we? But Yeah. But yeah, back to the fight, I'm, I'm loving it. The meatball versus no time. <laughs> He looks like a stretched out version of Latifi. Yeah, about that's it. a good shout. They could be like a Mario and Luigi style <laughs> brothers, like a tall one, a short yeah, one. Yeah, Bell and Rodney. But yeah, good shout. But yeah, moving on, sort of moving away from the sort of fight talk there a bit. But go on. Okay, I'll throw another one at you. Aljamain Sterling against Pedro Munoz. 
Eliminator? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think um, Sterling maybe could deserve a title shot, but again, that division is just so stacked there. But this is a, a brilliant fight here. I think. I mean, Sterling's got his wrestling. He's got his sort of dominating style. Just kind of. Uh, Grinds the life out of you as well. I mean, he's talented as well, don't get me wrong. He can strike. He, yeah, he can do, he can do everything. But he has his general style, his general way of winning fights. Up against Munoz, who's got brilliant jiu-jitsu, good wrestling takedowns, grappling as well. But iron chin. Iron chin. And we've seen lately he's got sort of iron fists as well. So this yeah. is a brilliant, brilliant fight, I think. So is this the same card as Marais and Cejudo? I think it is. If it isn't, it, it doesn't make sense that because that you, you'd you'd want that fight on there yeah. in case of a drop out, however, and it's not like they're it's a vacant title. Either one of them can drop out, and one of them can jump in. Yeah, so it looks like it is on that card. Yeah, so that makes total <coughs> sense. You could argue that Munoz deserves a shot over Cejudo. That's up for debate. But yeah, well, I mean, either or, it doesn't really matter. Cejudo doesn't even really deserve a shot at all. I think. No, the only thing should... he had going for him was the fact he beat TJ at his weight class, and he was coming up to uh, challenge yeah. TJ at his weight class. TJ's not there anymore. Cejudo talking all this about I'm saving the flyweights, yeah. and then uh, no, you're not. Then he goes and ditches the flyweights. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, flyweights is uh, dead and buried if if he wins there, isn't it? Because we know that you. Who's a two-weight champion who defends in both weight Yeah, they don't. They don't do it, do they? No. No. So, yeah, but back to the fight. Sterling, like you say, he's a grinder. He's He's got got it all. He's a great camp. Great camp, yeah. But uh, Munoz, man. I know. He's the underdog. No, I mean, one, no, one, no one knows about Munoz, but... I didn't see him winning his uh, last fight against Garbrandt, but... Just, there you go. Fucking ass. Garbrandt's bloody tactics there. What's yes, it doing? is, yeah. I mean, Garbrandt should have won if he fought... Uh, correctly if, yeah, if you like smartly yeah smartly but I think um, if he gets it to the ground Munoz though that could be a fun little sort of exchanges th- down there I think yeah I mean not me and not you I don't think but lots of people don't really like the grappling side I think if you listen to certain other podcasts that out there they, they like to see uh, stand dot and dot bang dot <laughs> but um, I think I, I like grappling you like grappling we like the jiu-jitsu mm. on the ground and especially at these lower weight classes when they get on the ground and the transition start moving is some of the highest level fighting you will ever see oh yeah it's un- unbelievable to watch yeah. I watched a flyweight fight the other day I forget who it was but it was just non-stop it was that it was un- Formiga and uh, Figueroa oh I'm sure um, it happened in there as yeah, well but yeah. I think it's, you know I think it's the Ray Borg and the Kelly fight right yes yes but that was a, that was a bantam weight but that was just this exchanges the sort of reversals it's so fun to watch it is that's the thing about MMA like, if you've got a boxing show you just got boxing 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 yeah MMA, you just know it's the variety in it. That's why it's so good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's why bare knuckle boxing is not going to take over. Yeah, just yet. Just yet. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, great fight in it. Definitely, definitely. Who else we got? So we got another bit of. Uh, well, we, we, I've got two more fights to throw at you, and they both got European interest. So we'll start off. We got uh, Jacare was meant to be fighting Romero. Yeah. Uh, Romero's pulled out. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yes. Yeah, so not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, he thought Costa might have put his name forward. Um, he says he, I mean, he got popped. What? No, he pulled out of a fight. We assume he's been popped. He says, no, I haven't been popped, but he's offered no other explanation. So if he hadn't been, you thought he might have taken this fight against Jacare. Yeah. He hasn't. So he's probably been popped. I mean, look at his body, for God's sake. But big Jack Comanson with his, uh, he had a fantastic 50 second performance, uh, big David Branch last week. He's stepped in to fight Jacare, which is a, a great fight. I'm pleased for Hamanson. But you look at his style, straight in subs, looking for submission straight away. 
going to be tough against Jackeray to say the least yeah you'd think this might be a stand up exchange here possibly Jackeray's yeah. looked alright standing up he's decent yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, got some good power it makes sense fight wise I think so yeah. no damage branches like your gatekeeper there yeah and this is the next step up I don't know what it does for Jackeray but he probably just wants to fight get yeah paid, I know? think so I think that's probably what it is and he's doing his when you do the, the UFC a solid by jumping in last notice and all that they might do him a favour moving forward So because I think he, he will want that title shot eventually yeah I think so I think so I don't think he, he's, it's amazing he's never fought for it <laughs> yeah always there isn't he <clears throat> he is always the prize made never the prize Jack Ray. yeah yeah unfortunate we like Jack Ray, but oh yeah legend he's a ledge, yeah. yeah yeah but he's, he's getting on a bit now so yeah maybe time it. is against him so hopefully he does get one last shot hopefully it'd be nice to see the thing is Whitaker's already beating him so I know but yeah anyway what was the last one yes, Euro I'm interest mentioned another bit of Euro interest with Jimmy Rivera he suffered a loss recently he's up against the up and coming machine that is Peter Yan this is quality this and the right. uh, bantamweight division again this I mean, killers stacked isn't it so yeah, stacked yeah. Peter Yan is an absolute monster Jimmy Rivera is an absolute monster for slightly different reasons just had a bit of bad luck bad fortune whatever you want to say he suffered a couple of defeats recently but absolutely brilliant fight this yeah. is Yan looks like just non-stop he's just like you say an absolute monster yeah I can't wait to see that fight. yeah I know this on 238 as well or is this another one I think uh, 238 at... yeah 238 yeah oh man so full of that'll be a bantamweight sort of that's uh, a great card yeah I'm brilliant. loving that already you got Shevchenko on there as well yeah Jojo Jojo Calderwood yeah she's got a fight Big Probably, that's an eliminator as well I think yes I'd love to see that her, she finally gets her shot she's yeah. been in the game for so long Calderwood so yeah but back to the bantamweights there Jesus Christ I know I know. Peter, I know. Peter Yan he's, he's, he's the one to watch Yan where I is mate That's I think so fight. I mean I like Rivera I've been a big fan of, of course, Rivera yeah. for a long time and uh, I thought sort of a year ago he, he was on to big things I thought he was maybe the next title contender it's kind of unravelled for him a little bit but I mean I, I love Peter Yan as well so. yeah I just like he's just a complete savage he is Yeah, he's just an absolute savage mate but yeah, some great matchmaking recently. They're loving it. They're just frying them all out. They daily. are. Daily. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, apart from that, any other fight announcements? No, I think that. I think should I'm, we get into next week's fights? I think we get into next week's now. Let's get into them. Big card next week, UFC 236. I say a big card, it's a little bit of a two-fight card, if I'm being honest. That's it, isn't it? That's the only problem. That is a, a bit of a shame, but the two fights we have got are top, top level, fantastic fights. Where do you want to start? Main event? I would like to start with the main event, if you don't mind, Matthew. I, I don't mind. <laughs> okay. So we have got Max Holloway against Dustin Poirier. Nice bit of rhyming in there. Holloway, the featherweight champ, won 13 fights in a row. Absolute machine, just pieces up everyone he's ever fought. Beat Ortega, beat Aldo twice, beat Pettis, beat Lamas, beat Stevens, beat Oliveira, beat Swanson, beat Jim Miller. Pretty impressive, stepping up to lightweight interim title fight against Dustin Poirier who himself has been on a bit of a tear won four in a row beat Alvarez beat Gaethje beat Pettis beat Miller himself plus that no contest with Alvarez brilliant fight I think both Poirier very deserving of a, of a shot right it's only an interim title fight Holloway absolute legend number four pound, of, pound for pound in the world this is going to be five rounds as well it's going to be such an incredible fight I think I mean, I've got my pick. I don't know if you want to start with your summarisation of what you make of this so far. Well, I was telling you earlier, I've, I watched the first fight yesterday. Yeah. UFC 143, that was. 
so long ago February 2012 so we had the the child versions of these two here you watch it now they look they look about 13 years old a pair of them well Holloway's only 27 still yeah he's 20 in this fight it's madness and he's strike. I was watching the fight it ended in the first round but Holloway was dominating the stand up false Poirier who was a little bit more seasoned at that time yes um, to go for the takedown once he got the takedown it looked like a fish out of water did Max yeah, uh, mounted him easily, got him in an inverted triangle, cranked the arm and done him. Yeah. A completely unrecognisable Max, though. Yes, It's yeah. just not going to make any effect on him at all. No, of course it won't. He can't do it, can it? He's had 13 wins, like you say. He's the featherweight champion. He's just... He's just... He just hasn't looked like he's been in trouble in any of them fights either. Not for a minute, I don't think, no. Uh, not so well, not recently at least no not recently but when no. you look at Poirier's fights he's always in wars yes he's always like he could have been finished or he's behind on the scorecast and gets the finish that's the worry for me for Poirier yeah I think so Max I agree. has looked so dominant he's looked so in control like the situations he's in Poirier whereas where his heart and his skills do get him out of sticky situations when you're in a sticky situation against Max yeah you might not be able to get out of it. Bit of a different ball game, I it think. It is a different ball game, and I think I think Max is probably the pound for pound best fighter in the world, arguably. Right up there, yeah. And he's certainly one of my favourite fighters because, like that last fight, that's pushing him over the edge for me to a superstardom. And this get a win here, he can really get into that casual sort of fan base with a fight against Khabib, who everyone knows now. Yeah, definitely, especially with his personality as well and sort of the way he carries himself. Just a gangster. Yeah, he? yeah, brings his little uh, gangster son along as well. He's a bit of a legend uh, at the way. Yeah, mini Blair. <laughs> but it's interesting because um, obviously Holloway's stepping up to lightweight, so you think maybe that's... that's um, it's, it's it's a talking point. It's always an X factor, or yeah. it always could be an X factor, even though recently we have seen that fighters that step up to uh, a higher weight seem to be performing better lately. They seem to be realising actually rather than killing yourself to get down you step up fight at a natural weight where you can train sort of non-stop uh, and just be a bit a lot fresher it seems to be working but I mean another thing to notice is, is Max is taller than Poria is he now two inches taller so he's a massive featherweight Max yeah you could argue he's a lightweight anyway so it's almost like he's not really moving up in weight no. he's just not cutting anymore no. so I don't even think that's going to be a factor to be honest and I mean, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll chuck out my pick now. I think Max Holloway gets it done. I think it was probably a decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of TKO, doctor stoppage, maybe even a towel getting thrown in. Because if you look at the Ortega fight with with Holloway and the way it was going, that sort of third, fourth, fifth round, it almost became a no contest. Max Holloway just absolutely piecing Ortega up, and then it's that clip where he's showing Ortega how to defend the strike. You know, where he reaches in and says, "No, put your arm up here, defend it here." You seen that one? That was the most gangster thing he's yeah. probably done, and that's saying something, isn't it? So I mean, I I just think I just think Max Holloway's going to win this, and I think it's going to be impressive. I think it's going to be really impressive, and I think he could even have more power at this weight as well. You'd expect he would. I would think so. And like you say, he is taller. He's going to have the reach. I think, like I said before, I completely agree with everything you just said there. By the way, I think it's going to be pretty a pretty impressive performance by Max. Going back to my point on. Um, I don't think it's going to affect Holloway that defeat before which I don't think it will at all no but I think the fact that Poirier's won I think that might give him some confidence going in saying I've beaten him before so that 
that might level the playing field a little yeah, bit. Yeah, give as him well. a little boost. Yeah, and I, I, I do think um, Poirier will drag him into a bit of a war. Oh, definitely, Poirier think, will be in this he'll, fight. He will have his moments. Yes. I think he'll have more moments than Ortega did. Yeah, I probably agree. Poirier's riding on a bloody crest of a wave at the minute. He's, he's doing really well. Yeah, beat some proper fighters. I think another X factor is I don't think people are talking about. He had to pull out of his fight with Diaz, didn't he, for a hip injury? Yes. Didn't need surgery, luckily. But he had like stem cells in there, and during the fight, it it won't be an issue. I don't think. But how much has that limited his training? True, yeah. You, you need your hips in training. <laughs> you do, and yeah. you're doing it every day. And if, if he's not been able to train to his maximum ability, has he? Is he prepared for someone like Max Holloway, who is pushing to his limits in <laughs> right training? On you, yeah. you would assume at least. Yeah. I'm gonna sort of kind of agree with your pick. I've got here. I was gonna do a decision. Yeah. But I went um, Max Holloway round five TKO, but. I could put round four to round five. I think it's going to be a late stoppage. I think it's going to be a bit of a war. I think Borrier will get off on there at times, but that will be heavily outweighed by the times that Holloway gets off. And I think, yeah, I think you could be right between rounds four and five, similar to Ortega, or he just gets that TKO in the last round. Yeah. He just don't look like he gasses at 45. At all. Let alone at 50. No, no. So, but yeah, what a fight. I think this is blatantly fight of the night. Yes, it, it won't not be fighter than I. No, can you no. imagine Gaethje against one of these? Well, not one of these. Um, Holloway. No, no. Yeah, brilliant. Fight. brilliant. I'm, I'm yeah, buzzed yeah. for this. I'm going to get up for these two. Ah, it's it's it, like I say, buzzing, absolutely buzzing. And what this? Let's. I don't know. I think Holloway will win. I was going to say, let's hope Holloway wins because if Holloway wins, this just opens up so many avenues for the future. Gaethje, uh, Khabib, uh, McGregor, maybe. I don't know. Who cares? But so many avenues that this could open up it could just explode after this fight yeah I mean it's already a bit murky Walters in lightweight anyway the 45 champion comes up and just cleans out yeah god knows what's going on in there then but mate what a fight that is what a fight indeed yeah but uh, no, I, I've got to say that I'm well pleased that Poirier is getting his moment yeah definitely because like, you, you thought he lost it with the big Diaz fight at 2.30 in New York couldn't fight there. He thought, has he has he lost his chance here? And then gets the big chance here with uh, Max. And if he wins here, which you can't write him off. No, absolutely. of course you can't. I mean, like the, the odds are two to five Holloway, um, seven to four Poirier. So he is the outsider, rightly so, I think. But like you yeah. say, you got the X factor. He's moving up in weight, Max. Never been there before. Beat so. him before Poirier. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you never know. You never know. Uh, I'll be pleased for whoever wins, but I think it does open up, like you say, a lot more doors if Max gets the win. Yeah, agreed. And I think he's probably got a better chance against Khabib. You would yeah. say. You would imagine, wouldn't you? I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 But now, what a fight! As is the Comey. Comey. Not bad, is it? Not bad. Not bad. Another interim title here. I see Robert Whitaker, this is middleweight division, Rob Whitaker, who is one of our favourite fighters. Yep. We think one of the most underrated fighters in the UFC. He's probably maxes up there pound for pound. Rob is right next to him in my eyes, and I think your eyes as well yeah, in the pound definitely. for pound rankings. So we've got um, Kelvin Gastelum, who's not really a middleweight, let's be honest, up against Israel Adesanya. Uh, Adesanya's the one to two favourite. Gastelum, six to four at the moment. Uh, Gasoline's won his last two. Obviously, we had Jacare split decision. Not the most impressive. Uh, KO Bisbeing, obviously, before that, which, again, I don't think Bisbeing was in the best shape, either mentally or physically, in that one, so I took it just yeah. for the sake of it, basically. 
Um, and if you look at that, lost to Wideman, got beat Vissel Belfort, but that got overturned because he uh, smoked a spliff basically, which is a yeah. bit ridiculous. Yeah, not like uh, Belfort was anything. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got an yeah beat Kennedy, beat Hendricks, and then back in the day lost to Magny and Woodley Adesanya. Beat no one really. Sixteen and zero. Uh, he's got a professional record in boxing. I think he's like five and one. Got KO'd there. Kickboxing as well. I think he's sixteen and one or something in there. Uh, MMA so far sixteen and zero. Very impressive. But beat no one on the level that Kelvin Gastelum has beat. Nah. I mean, we like Stylebender. We like Israel Adesanya. You look at him, his style. He, potentially, he could be could be fantastic, couldn't he? He could be an all-time great, definitely. But he's he's never fought anyone like Kelvin Gastelum before. Ah, oh, the key word there. He's potentially the best. So he hasn't looked in trouble, has he? Ever. No, no, ever. But like you say, he's not fought anyone. Silver's not silver. No, Brunson is. Brunson just fought like rabbit in the headlights. Yeah, didn't yeah, definitely. Didn't he? And uh, Tavares is a good uh, journeyman. He's solid, and uh, he, he, that was quite impressive. But like you say, Tavares isn't on quite the same level that Gastelum's competition is at. No, no. I think Adesanya's certainly got the potential. He, he may well show up and just completely. Wipe the floor with Gasly. Yeah, could and he's happen. obviously a lot bigger. Yes, he but is. Yeah, he's six he, foot four. Is right, middle Is he? Yeah. How, how tall is Gasly? Five foot nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like if that. that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you look at Gasly. Like notable wins. Like you, you've gone through them. This being Kennedy, I thought was an excellent win. Yeah, That's yeah, a massive time. win, mate. Like a couple of years ago. That's as a well. proper middleweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you can argue with the Bisping win and that Bisping weren't quite at it and. Fair point, I think. I think, yeah, I think that stands little up. Little asterisks next to that. Yeah. But the Kennedy one for me, I thought, was a, a great win. But when you go back and watch the Woodley one, that he took Woodley to the mm. right to it, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've, even his losses, he sort of looked good in. The Wideman one, he knocked him down. Yes. Fair play, he went and got choked after. But he he's fought a far better sort of array of competition. And we know he can hang with them. He's only 27 as well, Gaslin. He's a boy. Amazing. 27. Boy, that's your age, isn't it? Yeah, that is my age. He, he was born like a month before me. Yeah. Which puts me to shame. <laughs> he can't do an E-bill, though. <laughs> I bet he can't do that an E-bill. That is true, yeah. But back to the fights. It's like Max moving up. We, he, he's an unknown quantity up there. Adesanya, he's an unknown quantity against like, the top level. With Gaslin, he's got great boxing. Obviously, Adesanya's all of his striking outstanding. Yeah, yeah, next level. Have we seen him on the floor? No, we haven't seen him on the floor, and he's only at the moment a blue belt and beat uh, BJJ. Which I mean, when you're a, a elite level professional athlete and you've got a blue belt, I mean, you're pretty good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you, you see it, uh, MMA fighters with blue belts go and compete in sort of world level competitions and beat beat sort of purple, browns, and blacks. Yeah, I mean, I think because I, I think John Jones is like a blue belt. Yeah. Do so, you know what I mean? And he. It's a different level, isn't it? Like, yes, it's it's not it's not it's the be all and end all. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. I mean, Gaslam's got a black belt in tenth planet. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you can see a little contrast there. But like you say, it's different sport, and it's like it's like it's like wrestling. You can be a good wrestler, but how's your MMA wrestling? Yeah, good so, point. So, Very so, good so point. So it is uh, up for debate. Yeah. But it's it's there on paper. There's a difference there. So, but in MMA, we haven't seen him tested. No. On the floor. No, we? I don't. At all, I don't think. No. Brunson tried to strike with him. Yeah, yeah. Silver was striking with him. So, and then Gaston's got great wrestling, great boxing, uh, and unbelievable subs. Yeah. 
great rear naked choke. <sighs> I don't. This is a really good fight because you don't know how it's going to go because both are a sort of an unknown quantity. Yeah, definitely. Is he a middleweight? Is he a welterweight? But we've just, like you said before, people moving up. Yeah, so I know. Success. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Look at the last bloody week or so. Pettis, Masvidal. Yeah. Whitaker, the champion here. Yes. Yeah. So. Santos, he's got his title shot up against Santos, light heavyweight. Yeah. Anthony Smith. The list goes on. It does. Yeah. So it does. I think. Do you want my pick? Yeah, make make your pick, Sunbeam. Sunbeam. <laughs> uh, I think. I'll be specific here as well. I think I don't know how the first round's going to go. I think it'll be very tentative. Adesanya's going to sort of size him up and sort of try to pick him apart and sort of go from there. I think the second round, I think Gaston lands a big, a big hand on his face, drops him, and then gets a rear naked choke. Round two sub. Round two. I mean that's uh, not too dissimilar to me. I've got Gaston winning this one. I think he's, he's too much pressure, too good boxing, too much power. His wrestling is better, I think. I think his grappling is better. I think his uh, jiu-jitsu is better. I think he's got more experience sort of here in MMA in the UFC. Yeah. Fought better people. I think Gaslin will be too much, I'm afraid. I like his well. I like like his style. I like his personality. But I, I mean, I like Gaslin as well. I think he's going to be too much. I think he's going to be too much. I don't think uh, Israel has ever, ever fought anyone like this with as, as well a rounded skill set as Gaslin. I don't think he'll be quite as early as you. I don't think he'll be second round. But I think Gaslam, yeah, he'll land a big shot, knock him down. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Starbender's been knocked down before. He'd been knocked out before in different different sports, admittedly. Only striking sports. But I think Gaslam, yeah, knock him down. And I think he'll either a TKO or, or something like a rear naked, like you say there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, not definitely, but <laughs> 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 that's my opinion. No point watching. <laughs> yeah. But I'm surprised at the odds. I'm surprised yeah, he's the so, underdog there. I mean, six to four is tight. It is oh, tight. Oh yeah, it so. is tight. But it's, I'm, I'm surprised that he's not the favourite. I mean, a lot of people were picking um, him to beat Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, they were. And Whitaker's uh, completely a step above Adesanya. Yeah, probably. Probably. We don't know. Yes, but I think the UFC want Adesanya to win it. Yeah, they? I think they do. Yeah, they've got that. So if the winner of this is going to fight Whitaker, yes. no brainer, obviously. Yep. That's a massive fight for Australasia, isn't it? If, huge. Uh, if yeah, huge. Like, he's based out of. New Zealand, isn't it? Or is it New Zealand or Australia? And obviously, Whitaker, Australia, and Australia, New Zealand yeah, as well. Yeah. They want that fight. They can sort of push into that region. And also, the African um, side of things. There's been a big resurgence, like we spoke about last week and a couple of other episodes about the sort of resurgence in African fighters and how well they're doing. Get another champion uh, from that region, they they can really crack that market, couldn't they? So I yeah. think I think they're well behind Adesanya. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, Gaston's not exactly the best talker or anything, is he? And Adesanya's the polar opposite. Yeah, no, definitely. But I think, yeah, one to two for Adesanya. That's just far too short for me as a price. Nah, I'm not having that. No, nah. my double will be all right. Yeah, a couple of outsiders. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anything else to add on that fight? Well, so we mentioned it's a little bit of a two-fight two card. I will just throw in your boy. My boy? Your boy, Eric Anders. He's up against Khalil Roundtree, light heavyweight. Uh, I think this will be decent. Eric Anders, he's the favourite one to two. So same odds as the fight we just mentioned, actually. 6-4, Roundtree. Uh, Roundtree lost to our man Johnny Walks last time out. Absolutely destroyed, KO'd, Gokhan Saki. No shame before. in that. No shame in that at all. Johnny Walks, future champ, as we keep saying. Uh, Eric Anders lost his last two former NFL well not NFL former football player college player whatever whatever they want to call it so bit of a beast don't get me wrong lost to Theodore who lost to Santos 
and then like beat beat no one really. I think it'll be a decent fight. I like yeah. Kilo Roundtree. I think when you saw his um his victory against Saki up against a top high level striker and he just knocked him out, I think that was that was brilliant. So yeah, I think this could be a decent fight. I mean, there, there is a few decent fights on there. We're not going to get into them too much because we, the, the top two they take up all our time, don't they? But yeah, that. That sort of third fight from the end. Eric Anders, your boy, up against Khalil Roundtree. I think that'll be, uh, yeah, an interesting fight. Uh, light heavyweight division as well. I think, I think, uh, Roundtree will win this and I think he can put his name sort of, start putting his name into that, in that bracket within that division as well. Yeah, it halted his little, uh, sort of rise, didn't it? It did, yeah, a little Unfortunately, bit. Unfortunately, uh, but, yeah, it takes a couple of wins. I think Anders is a bit of a, like you say, a bit of a beast, so. He is, That's definitely. An interesting one. It's one of those you can't call. I won't be betting on that one. No, no, neither will I. There's, there's not a lot you can bet on this week again. There's some tough, tough fights in there to call. Yeah, OSP in there. Or? OSP's in there against Nikita Krilov. Yeah. yeah I probably fancy Krilov in that one. I think OSP hasn't looked too impressive recently. You just never know of him. No, no, he's he pulls a, it out. It does, yeah. I'd like to see him get another, uh, vom, uh, what do they call it? St. Pro choke nowadays. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about uh, them calling it the St. Pro choke. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Von Flew. Left Von Flew behind. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, I invented this. <laughs> yeah. Literally so, as well. Yeah, what's all that about? Poor bastard. Yeah, no, fair shout, actually. Fair shout. Shout out, Jason Von Flew. Yes. Uh, series 2 Ultimate Fighter. It's a rage fun. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I watched that one. I think I watched Series 1. That was one of the, the worst series. <laughs> what was it? There was, was good quality on there. Great fighters. I never Rashad won it, and you had uh, Joe Stevenson, Von yes. Flew, uh, among others. But yeah, he was on there. No Bants. No Bants. No Bants. Yeah. Problem they had. At that time, because it was pumping at that time, yeah. tough, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like riding on it. And you had champions in two different weight divisions, which was well pointless because they couldn't fight each other. It's Matt right. Hughes and Rich Franklin. Oh, this is old school. Yeah, is proper is, old yeah. school. Yeah. Keith Jardine was on there. Remember him? Was he? Legend. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like an old man. Reminiscing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. But yeah, shout out Jason Von Flew. Any other fights on there, Joe? No, I think we'll leave that. I think we covered a lot. Well, we haven't covered a lot, but it's the main two, isn't it? You can't look past them. There will be good fights on there. Don't get me wrong. Of course there will. Of course there always is, isn't there? But I think Wilson Hayes, he's a decent uh, flyweight. He's on there. So yeah, some decent fights. Uh, You've got Curtis Millinder. He's fighting on there. He's sort of... Yeah, got a little bit about him. Yeah, he does. He does. He's sort of got a lot of improvements to make, but... Yeah. Those main two are the ones I'm looking forward to. And, uh, I can't see either of them being rubbish either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no sort nah. of way, like it's like a gaiety fight. There's no way it's going to be sort of like a snooze fest. No, nah, definitely not. Max definitely always not. brings it. Poirier always brings it. Gaslam's always an exciting fight, but by the most part, and Adesanya's a good little striker, so... Yeah. Happy days, the Fab Four, haven't it? Definitely. Um, so, anything else to cover there from an MMA perspective? I think we covered everything. I think we got through it all. Yeah, so just an hour of talking about line of duty now. What do you reckon? So you you but you've been on line of duty for a long long time now. Yeah, you're you're up to date. You're watching the current series. I, I, I'm obsessed. Oh, so you tell me you're listening to a line of duty podcast now as well. Shout out to the Shrine of Duty podcast. <laughs> Quality. So I I haven't been watching it, but basically you've been on my case. So I went back and I've started series one. I'm two episodes in now and I am hooked. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. just action-packed. I compared it to Game of Thrones because things go on and it's a little bit sort of violent and it's like, no, nah, that, that'll be right. There's no way they're going to kill that person off. There's no way they're going to do that. And then boom, they're like, they're Got dead. See you later. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. And it, uh, yeah. Um, I'm well on the bandwagon as well. The good thing about it now, being up to date, is it's, it's so old school in that you've got the uh, the weak 
between rather than binge watching. Yeah, yeah. To deliberate on ridiculous theories. Yeah. That I, I've got all sorts going on, theory wise. I need to stop listening to that podcast though. I'm oh, too bit. involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I'm the same with Game of Thrones. I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but I'm well into that. Obviously, that's coming back soon. It's been so long. Uh, since the last series yeah. and I actually read all the books as well but they're, they're finished now they're, uh, the series has overtaken it Okay. so when I was reading the, I read the books and then I watched the series so I had a little bit of input where I thought things were going to go now they've kind of started making it up themselves no idea so yeah the theories are just well outlandish coming from everywhere yeah, now yeah yeah does it end though is it, gonna, is it a definitive ending now so this is the last series that's coming up definitely I think definitely Right. Uh, so I'd imagine there is going to be a concrete ending to this right. which will be exciting yeah I'm looking forward to it it carnage it eh? is yeah proper carnage <sighs> people at my work are all over my case saying, you've got to watch it you've got to watch it it's like how many series are there yeah seven no no there's a how lot how many episodes are there like ten yes they're an hour long do you know what I mean it's just hard work it is definitely. when I've got access to it it's on the Sky uh, app so I can't get into it, man. No, I know what you mean. It's um, daunting I, when you see all those episodes. <laughs> I watched the, ho- the first episode. I didn't have a clue who anyone was, and I don't know how it. I, I didn't. I didn't know what happened. I, no, watched, I, I watched an hour of it. I don't know what, what went on. I would say so it would take about three or four episodes before you're, you're you're with it before you know what's going on. Yeah. So it's just whether you can be bothered to just kind of sit there a bit confused while you watch those first three or four. Yeah, no, okay, I might give it a go. I might give it a go. I'll give you an update next week. Nice. It starts soon, doesn't it? Does, yeah, a couple of weeks, I think. Oh, or maybe even next week. Yeah. I better get a wriggle on. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got long <laughs> <laughs> to get that 70 hours of uh, previous footage. Well, all about line of duty, mate. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on no, that now, definitely. Line of duty. But yeah, that's all I'm doing tonight. Just waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, hope your Arsenal get beat. And uh, that's it, mate. Yeah, so hey. wrap this one up, I think. Yeah. Good to be back in studio. Yeah, right? definitely, definitely. I like it when we're in studio. So as I say, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you can, as I say, maybe leave a little review, five stars, subscribe, whatever you can. Like I say, go back and listen to the interview we did with... Uh, so we had an interview with um, Horst Gracie Black Belt, former Marine, Krav Maga expert, judo, Black Belt, John Hegan. He kindly sat down with, uh, to do an interview with us a few weeks ago. I'm not sure what episode that is off the top of my head. But yeah, we had UFC fighter Mike Grundy on a couple of weeks ago, episode 20. If you can go back and listen to that. If any of the Wigan boys are listening, me and Matt are up for coming down to do, or coming up rather, to do a bit of a bit of wrestling, a bit of training with you all. So hit us up if you're up for that. We'll come and uh, get beaten up for a day or so. That that'd be great. But yeah, otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Have a great week, everyone, and we will be here same time next week, Sunday. Split decision, UK Sundays, as always. See you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>